You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome, everybody, to the Podcasting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda. This is a special Friday episode of the show for Friday, October 20th. We're going to be talking about Ahsoka on Disney Plus. Massive spoilers for the show. And to talk about Ahsoka, I'm bringing on my regular Star Wars crew. So Nick Turner, Fernando Pineda, and Chris Parson will be joining me. We'll have a spoiler-filled conversation about Ahsoka, the aspects we loved about the show, uh, things of that nature. We're going to dive into really, really deep Star Wars lore. So if you've seen the show, uh, I would imagine a good number of our listeners probably have or are at least interested in watching it. I mean, watch it first and listen to this podcast. Uh, We're going to get massive spoilers. But again, at the same time, remember that it really is uh, complex stuff. Uh, as far as like Star Wars stuff goes. But again, that being said, I think it's a really entertaining, fun show. And I think those who watch it will enjoy it. Uh, so it's always great to catch up with friends. And it's great to see uh, uh, Fernando, Chris and and uh, Nick again on the show and hope to have them back on for many more uh, future episodes talking about Star Wars or anything else that interests us. Uh, and I'm getting closer and closer to episode 100. So thank you to all the listeners and thank you for the support and listening to me indulge in this uh hobby of mine of a recording podcast so so here we go this is my conversation with my star wars crew talking about uh, ahsoka on disney plus Okay, returning to the show tonight, it's Fernando, Nick, and Chris. Gentlemen, how is everyone doing tonight? Excellent. Okay. Good, good to see everybody. And I'm I'm always excited when we get together and and we talk about Star Wars. And I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation based on uh, the the show that we got. Uh, We're talking about uh, Ahsoka uh, from Disney Plus. Massive spoilers. We're going to spoil the heck out of this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's that before we jump into it, I mean, I want to go into character arcs, plot points, interesting facts, cool stuff about it. But uh, I wanted to get everyone's general take of the show itself, because uh, to be honest, I absolutely loved it. But my wife, Allison, uh, she wasn't a huge fan and not because she disliked it. I think it was just too confusing for her with all the, the deep lore stuff we went into with this particular show. So I was curious for the rest of you who if you watch it with your spouses, uh uh, family members, whoever it was, I mean, did, did do you think non-Star Wars fans would have enjoyed it as much? Or what were your general thoughts about the Ahsoka show before we jump into plot points and character arcs? I'll go first. So I love the show. I think it was next level storytelling. Uh, better, the storytelling, better than Mando, Book of Boba Fett, and a lot better than Kenobi. Uh, and I think, uh, like for storytelling, Andor and Ahsoka are tied for first. That's and that's just storytelling aspect. Um, and yes, it's a show for the hardest core Star Wars fans. Do you have to have had watched the two cartoon series to to appreciate it? 
but if you have, then you will love the show. That's that's my take. Albert, did, did your wife watch the cartoons? No, not at all. In fact, I tried to get her to watch it, and she was like, yeah. nah, I'm not watching this. Sorry. <laughs> you watch yeah. this? Neither no. Rebels nor any Clone Wars? No, no Clone Wars, no Bad Batch, uh, Tales of the Jedi, no. If it's animated Star Wars, no. Like She, she was yeah. interested in watching the, the What If, like the Marvel animated show. Because I think most of the the actors did return to do their voices, but other than that, no, she doesn't really care too much for uh, yeah. uh, animation in that regard. So, so that's probably why she was completely confused and lost over the whole concept of the the, the world between worlds and why uh, uh, Anakin Skywalker is appearing to Ahsoka, which we're gonna get into for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you want to keep I don't going, guys? Talk to anybody who? Yeah. No, same question. I, I, you guys answering that. I don't think I've really talked to too many people who haven't. Well, I guess my daughter saw it, but she's not. She likes stuff, but she's not like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. The rest of the families, except for my wife, is all, um, you know, just total Star Wars geeks. Um, but my so my second kid, she didn't watch it, but she didn't really say much about it. Actually, I don't think she's even finished it. Now that I think about it. I think she's got two more episodes to go. Um, There's your answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the rest of us all loved it, but we all, we all watched everything. So we'd pause during, and for my youngest, who are nine, I'd pause and do you know who that is? Do you know what's going on here? And they all knew what was going on because we had just watched Rebels uh, with them. So I'm glad, Chris, you asked Albert about why Allison didn't like it if she'd yeah. seen Rebels because. I've known. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Soka's my one of my favorite characters, but I thought that it was okay. Didn't think it was great. Didn't think it was horrible. Sarah thought it was good, but she's like, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Um, but it seems like this was just a continuation of Rebels. Totally. And a lot from what I've seen online is that definitely people that watched Rebels in particular. Because most likely, if you've seen Rebels, you did watch the Clone Wars. They kind of go hand in hand. Uh, but that people that didn't watch the cartoons definitely were lost. And yeah. Sarah had seen some parts of the cartoons from what, me putting them on in the past, but not all of them. So she kind of understood enough. Um, but yeah, I feel like if you hadn't seen the cartoons, probably not that into the show. Which I think is an interesting divide, because I used to haggle you, Chris, on like, "Hey, man, you got to finish the Clone Wars and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Rebels." And so, you know, just some people are like fans of just the movies only. Some people, like I, I like the movies and like Lucas stuff, and the Clone Wars because it was Lucas yeah. and Rebels because it was Filoni. Um, but yeah, lots of people haven't watched the cartoons because they're for kids. And I was like that too. I. I'm like, yeah. you asked me, well, hey, do you watch the cartoons? I'm like, nah, dude, I don't watch the cartoons. <laughs> and it's all because they brought the Darksaber into Mando season, into Mando, well, season one, and then season two was more prominent. That's got, that's what got me interested. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, you never know, I think... watched, never would have watched those if it was, if it weren't for the Darksaber in Mando. But then you got, so you got the different fan. Basis, yeah. kind of the classics, the people that 
mix things. Then you got, I don't read any of the extended universe books and comic books and all that, but like, then you got those fans that generally like more of everything because they're just into anything Star Wars. So it seems like, seems like this, you had to be a Rebels fan yeah. to like this for sure. Yeah. But, but the ratings weren't good for the show. I don't know if you guys know that. I hadn't seen any of that. Uh, ratings weren't great for it. In fact, by the final episode, like it, it actually went down from opening episode to yeah. the season finale. Viewership went down. So yeah. I think that would have been more of a fans being confused or or losing a little bit of interest maybe i'm not sure i mean to be honest i i thought the viewership would have been good throughout the whole series i I think it's because they didn't have luke and that (laughs) goes back to that comment i made before season two of mando that they're never going to be able to beat that season finale yeah you know Uh, that brings up interesting question though because once again spoilers they did bring back anakin they did which which to me is just as good as kind of Luke, like getting to see mm-hmm. Clone Wars Anakin from the cartoon in real life with Ahsoka. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. That was one of my favorite episodes of the show. Was getting to see Anakin, absolutely. You know, training with her. I really enjoyed that part. Very cool. Let's jump into a little bit of the character arc. So uh, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, I thought she she did great in the role, but I know there was like some some controversies a little bit. Uh, where uh, fans, certain fans, really wanted to see uh, Ashley Eckstein uh, play a player in live action, but I think she's too small. I don't think she would have been a good Ahsoka, even though she yeah. was the prominent voice for the character. Sure. And the fact that Ahsoka, I guess, you know, spoilers, uh, she dies multiple times throughout the whole Star Wars lore. Uh, dies yeah. in the Clone Wars, uh, I guess, dies in Rebels, right? And when Ezra, I guess, essentially pulls her into the world between worlds, did she actually die at that moment, or was she gonna die? It was implied, but yes, you know, they didn't show it on on yeah. screen. And then, of course, uh, apparently dies in the show, but then appears in the the world between worlds. So I, I know there was some controversies with that, but for the most part, I thought she did an excellent job in the role, and I thought uh, uh, the fight sequences were exciting, and it was cool to kind of see her come back as like a, a, a white Ahsoka, or like you know, I guess a, a homage to like white Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which yeah, like, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so what did you guys think of uh, Rosario Dawson's portrayal as Ahsoka and the character arc we see her throughout go throughout the show? I thought it was okay. Oh, I thought she was... Oh, I figured I'd jump in. I gave you guys a second. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot to say to it, but go ahead. No, just so the complaints were that in the beginning, not a lot of facial reaction, pretty bland, uh, which isn't necessarily her character. Um but that definitely is the season went on and she realized, you know, got the more training, like she kind of brightened up a little bit. was more of a joyous character. Um, uh, her reunion with Ezra was really cool. It was nice to see her smile and be happy. That, that right. Was a cool moment. But, uh, you know, like in the total story, I'm like, oh, I frankly, I don't mind Rosario Dawson as the character. Mm-hmm. I just don't think uh, her fighting abilities are that great. For live action. There were definitely a few fighting scenes where I was like, yeah, it's not very good. Yes. Um, Particularly with Ahsoka. Yeah. 
And I, I think if it was a movie, they probably would have done more time and everything, but they had plenty of time too. Um, but it would have been, you know, they're, when they're investing however much more for a movie costs, I have no idea, um, than what they spent on this. I would think they'd probably do that. But there were definitely some. I, I agree with you on that, Nick. They used a different, you know, choreographer. They didn't hire the same fight yeah. choreographer from the movies. It was someone totally different. So Yeah, the Disney sequels didn't use the guy from the prequels, and that was a big yeah. mistake. That guy was awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah, my only complaint was, uh, I know it's different actresses. Uh, it just felt like her personality was a little different compared to Ashley Eckstein. So... You know, I know they, they tried to make it seamless, but, you know, you can notice the seam there. But, you know, I mean, she did good for what it is. I was one of the people that really wanted Ashley. I was like, this could be pretty cool. Because then yeah. we're going to get, like, everything will match. Facial expressions. Yeah. It's all based off of her. Yeah. Her reactions. Yeah. Right. Um, But I also realized, like, she's done acting before, not just voice acting. But... I don't know that she's actually a great actress. Um, so I don't like, I would have, part of me is like, oh, if it was my choice, I would have picked Ashley. But then again, I'm like, I don't know, maybe after her trying out or something, you realize it wouldn't work. You yeah. never know. Mm -hmm. I can't help but think that, I mean, just because there's just like her and her husband, they both look really young, like little kids to me because maybe because they're so small, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember when I when you know I was going to school in Utah and then I moved moved home uh, just before nine eleven, and I forgot who it was, but someone gave me Angels tickets, and I went with Tad, and I think the other person was Seth Knudsen. We went to the game, and that was like David David Eckstein's uh, rookie season with the Angels, mm. and it, it but I didn't realize they were married to each other. Like till after I finished the Clone Wars, I'm like, oh, that's where I know that name from. That's right. Name. So, yeah. Very Anyways, cool. yeah. Very cool. Uh, I want to jump into Thrawn. I mean, I was so 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 excited to see Thrawn in live action. Uh, I recently picked up the the Thrawn trilogy, the first trilogy of books by uh, Timothy Zahn. Uh, Thrawn, it, I thought was just fantastic. I I can't wait to see more of him live action. Uh, Played by uh, Lars Mikkelsen, so the guy who did the voice of him mm -hmm. in Rebels, and uh, also he's the brother of Mads Mikkelsen, who played right. uh, yeah. uh, uh, Universal's dad. Universal, Universal, uh, um, Kayla Universal, Caleb. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool keeping it in the family. So, what did you guys think of the the live action portrayal of Thrawn? I thought he was great. I mean, he's a great actor, so it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he did a good job. I I wanted to see more, mm -hmm. but I wanted to right. keep going and find out what. But I guess that's next season. So I, I thought we wouldn't even see Thrawn until the final episode. So I kind of wondered that. I too, mean, yeah. we got a little more than that. Mm -hmm. I just uh, so. Oh, go ahead. I uh, once again, you guys know I'm on YouTube listening to different opinions. <laughs> People that are fans of the book series you bought, Albert, mm -hmm. a lot of them are kind of disappointed think Thrawn is just a much better tactician so they don't I thought he did an okay job I haven't read any of those and all that um, but apparently if you were an old school Thrawn fan he was kind of underwhelming and not as smart as he's he is in the books 
I guess I can kind of see that because I mean I'm only new to I mean I, I knew the character before, but I only just started reading the books now, like a month ago. So I, I can I can kind of see that, but yeah, like, here's I, a here's I, a I tidbit thought... on Thrawn. Sorry, Fernando. Like just how smart he is. Uh, once again, I only know this because I heard people talk about it. This is one of their complaints. Like Thrawn found an animal that makes a Jedi not be able to use the Force around him, right? Because he's just this genius and. Uh, so he was able to take on Jedi in essence because he figured out how to take away their advantage. Like that's how smart he was. And so people are like, "Where were where were those animals? Why didn't he have them before?" Uh, yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Fernando. Yeah. So uh, I think the expectation was really high, and he, uh, he did a good job with what he was given, but like. You know, the, I think the expectation was too high, and he really didn't do a whole lot in the show. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. You were, I haven't read the the books. I have the first one, but uh, I, I uh, short long story short, I went on this camping trip, but and I had an accident when I was biking, so I couldn't go on the beach or anything like that. Um, and I had to stay in my the campground the whole time, and. I got these two books. I only had time to read one of them. The other, the, the book I read was the, uh, uh, you know, I'll come back to it later. I have it somewhere. But anyhow, there's an episode in Rebels where they show Thrawn train fighting training with these two droids, mm-hmm. and he's kicking their trash. But. Yep. So in the show, he, you know, okay, yeah, we get it. He's a smart guy, but he didn't seem like he was physically powerful like he was in Rebels. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a I little bit of a letdown. Yeah, that, I, I see that point too, but I, I do yeah. think we, we are going to see him uh, get like physical imposing and actually engage in combat. So that'd be really cool when we actually do get to see that. Uh, for the other characters, was there any other arcs that you enjoyed? Or uh, to be honest, I really enjoyed Ray Stevenson's portrayal as uh, Balian Scroll, and I was just so bummed when I heard that he passed away this past yeah. year. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they had plans to use him more, and uh, the actor Liv Schreiber kind of looks like him. So I, I think they could recast him and throw him in, and he'd be like a perfect fit. But uh, were there any other arcs that you enjoyed or performances from the show from anybody, basically? He was definitely great. Um, I, my, me and my kids were watching Thor before this, the first one. Oh, so yeah. He's in that, so I had to. I, I had forgotten that he was in that. Right. And uh, had to pause it. And oh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, right, yeah. pause it. Hey, do you know who this guy is?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you and, like that? And then Leonardo had to pause DiCaprio. it with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that was. I had to pause it and show him Padme too, but. Uh, yeah. Um, they don't clue in as much. Uh, as quickly as, as I do on some of those things, but, um, yeah, he, he was great. Um, I think, uh, Ezra was a little underwhelming, I thought. Um, but I mean, I think that's going to build more in the next one too. I like Sabine's. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it, well, both her and Ahsoka, cause you know, Huyang kept saying, you guys got to stay together they keep splitting off and then at the end they stay together and they are able to, to win their fight. Yeah. So, so I like that. That was cool. 
Albert, I agree. I think uh, Ray Stevens' character was amazing. Him and uh, Shin Hati. Like, they weren't, like, they're not Sith, but they're not Jedi. Yeah. So they're kind of this new, like, all right, they're trying to find a balance, maybe. Like, there was some coolness, and then how, like, he kind of realizes he's on his own path. His apprentice, probably more wanting to head towards the Sith power and kind of separates from her like you're on a different path but then she doesn't go that way you know there's a lot of complexity with those characters mm-hmm. and some coolness um so i think they were some of the best parts of the show i wish we got a little more on them because mm-hmm. um, i feel we don't know any of their history really like we know yeah. he was a jedi we know he knew anakin he lived through order 66 but how did like is she his kid how did he find her why did he decide to train her the way he did? You know, so I think there's some cool stuff they could do with that story. Sabine, I thought, I thought Fernando, like to me, Sabine was was bad A in Rebels. Yeah, like she wasn't a yeah. Jedi. But she was a Mandalorian before we had the Mandalorian show. Right. You know, she was a bad A fighter, and I felt like. Now that she's training to be a Jedi, which I'm like, okay, how does that happen? I don't know what I think about that. Uh, but it seems like she's not as good of a fighter anymore. <laughs> like she regressed right through Jedi the training. The war was over. But Justin, she went through a lot, you know. Yeah. But like she was a bad A fighter and she was getting beat up a, a little too easily, in my opinion. So I thought her character kind of regressed a little bit in some yeah. ways. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, what do you guys think of her getting the Force? Well, and... she's a descendant of the first uh, Mando Jedi. So she's got the genetics somewhere, even if it's a really small percentage. She's got it. Right. I just wonder, like, okay, what? And George you know, Lucas said, anyone can use the Force. It just takes time and training and yeah. a little bit of midichlorian level. But, <laughs> like, how did... Kanan, when he started training her to use the dark saber, how did he not pick up on any of it? It's just a question. I wish they'd answer. Yeah, I I thought it was like it kind of like Rayish, where it just kind of unlocked at the end too. Like yeah, all of a sudden she could pull the the lightsaber back to her, and uh, you know things like it. Just kind of uh, I don't know if I like that or not. I don't know what I think about that still, but. I'm- I'm glad you said that because when it happened and we were watching live, I just mumbled like Mary F and Sue. That was the first words. <laughs> that was the first words out of my mouth. Like, oh, okay. Well, she got stabbed. You know, that's like the new getting your oh, hand cut oh, off. Yeah. You don't die in Star Wars anymore. Yeah. Unless you're sad. How did, uh, but hey, how did, uh, what's her name survive if she just got slashed across her stomach but not stabbed all the way through? Uh, Morgan. I don't know. <laughs> you just you survive now. Can't read too yeah. much into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lightsabers uh, drastically improved. I love all the memes and the little videos of Qui-Gon like what? Yeah. <laughs> Qui-Gon's the only one that's died from a lightsaber to the gut. Everyone else yeah. lives magically. It's like, why me? Yeah, all the Pretty little cool. things. Hey, they they invented back the tanks like 30 minutes after he died or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
on Ezra, I thought Ezra was okay. I'm like, okay, once again, another Disney Jedi don't like lightsabers. Like, refused yeah. his lightsaber. Um, I'm like, okay, all I need is the Force. I'm like, all right, I can, I could go with that. But he was kind of weak. So yeah, no, he was looking uh, for those turtle guys. Uh, yeah, like you need more than fighting. the Force here if that's yeah all you can do. I well, was he surprised. had uh, Masa's lightsaber right at the end of Rebels. No, he gave it. He gave it to Sabine. Oh, he okay. gave it to Chopper to leave. Oh, oh that's Sabine. right. That's right. Okay, okay. But then uh, 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 Hung Yang, I guess, gave him a new cyber crystal, cyber crystal to use. Right. Yes. Which seeing Hoon Yang, I mean, let's go there since you just brought him up, Albert. Like that's from the Clone Wars cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's another one of those. Like, okay, this is, this is a cool, yeah, robots. You know, been with the Jedi for thousands of years, trained all of them. Even Yoda. Right, I'm like, this, that's a pretty cool character. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought it was cool when, you know, Ezra was talking back on building his lightsaber. Which, by the way, he wasn't even using yeah. the Force. I'm like, okay. Come on, Dave. He's just throwing pieces together. You, that's not how you like. We've never seen a lightsaber made that way in Star Wars. It's always yeah. been by the Force. So I'm like, okay. maybe he was at Disneyland, right? But it was cool that he got to bring up Kanan. How he, you know, yeah. he taught Kanan yeah. how to make well, his lightsaber. He, he had uh, his first lightsaber had uh, the gun. Correct. Part of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you know, he's he's kind of like Ray can build stuff. You know. But that was his third lightsaber he was building. At least the first one was the gun, then he built his own, a regular one, and then that was his third one that he built. But once again, he didn't use the force. I was just sitting there like, how the little things. It had been so much... It was a a decent scene, but it had been much better. You see the pieces rise off the table and line up and click. Budget cut for the special effects. Yeah, that's true. That's probably (laughs) true. Yeah. I have to save some money. Fishing line costs a lot of money. So. It's it's yeah. like the the end of the first X Men movie where they're like in this. They put uh, Magneto in that glass cell, but it, you can tell it's just like plexiglass. Mm, right. <laughs> so they ran out of money for special effects. What did you guys think of Hera? Hera's character. I didn't like her in Rebels. I thought she was all right. The Bad Batch episode where she was a kid, that was one of my least favorite ones. I thought it was okay. I think it's silly that she has goggles. What's the point? <laughs> Every, <laughs> we know. Everyone has. It's like she had goggles. I had to go back and see if she had goggles and Rebels, and she did. Yeah. So I'm like, why did they do that? That's so dumb. But, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not a big fan, but, you know. Now, the actress who plays her is pretty cool. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, she's actually right. married to Ewan McGregor. Yeah. yeah. She's right. done several other roles that I enjoy. Uh, Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. A couple other ones, too. Uh, I thought she was she was decent. I mean, I don't want to say she was like the highlight of the show, but it, it was cool no. to seeing, uh, uh, as, as we mentioned before, seeing animated characters in live action, which kind of maybe sparks interest. Like Fernando had mentioned, if you see him, oh, okay, you're, you're introduced to that character. So that in, that in that regard, I thought it was cool to have her on the show. What about the end? Just jumping to the very end when Ezra's back on the ship, which, by the way, you know, he, he could have taken his clone trooper helmet off before he walked before out. Before he got so, off, yeah, right? Yeah. So they know, like, it's like, <laughs> okay, we're just 
trying to add tension when it, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily needed, but yeah. Yeah, I was surprised it was him. Like the audience viewing, you know, the right. audience did, yeah. So I was, I was surprised Hera didn't run up and give him a hug. Sarah was like, mm-hmm. Well, she was in shock, and I'm like, Yeah, for like two, three seconds, cool. Like, yeah. is this real? But then like, wouldn't you want to go feel him to make sure you're not dreaming? Like the normal, yeah. like, are is that really you? I got a chopper runs out there, but she's not. Like that yeah. was like that's like a child almost for her like she helped raise him yeah exactly um so i was disappointed at that i wanted to see that embrace and but yeah that scene seemed kind of anticlimactic i thought too yeah it was just kind of oh yeah i'm back i thought her character i thought it was not great in live action and then it just when it ended i'm like really that just doesn't seem like her from the rebels cartoon yeah 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 i think she would have ran up if it was the rebels character she would have immediately which surprises me because it's felonia he did all that yeah so it's not like he doesn't know her type of character um and what she would do yeah i was a little disappointed that zeb wasn't there i mean for that reunion i think yeah i mean especially because they already had it yeah so mando yeah i think apparently uh there's a deeper plan in okay. the Filoniverse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, moving away slightly from like the, the, the newer stuff into like, you know, uh, I guess Easter eggs or like, you know, homages to the old stuff. It was really, really cool that we got to see Anthony Daniels return as C-3PO. But I was wondering, was that, it wasn't him in the, the suit, right? Because I mean, he's older and I don't know if he can actually fit. Is he that skinny? He's still anymore? super skinny. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know if he was him in the suit, but he like he was in you know for you know force awakens and all that um but yeah it was his voice for sure yeah that was a cool little thing to see him and then yeah. we get to see uh yeah. akbar return uh in my mind yeah. he's not dead so <laughs> <laughs> oh now you're bringing up things we shouldn't talk about yeah sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> we know where this goes Hey, but I'm glad you brought that up, though, Albert. Honestly, part of my frustration with the show is at certain parts and certain episodes, I had the realization, like, we, we know where this goes. And and where it goes, I hate and don't even consider Star Wars. So, like, there's certain moments where I'm like, oh, there's a cool part, but, like, oh, this just leads to... Palpatine's back. Yay. Somehow. Yeah, like, oh, so, you know, there was all the speculation, which was crazy, that they were going to use the world between worlds to, you know, redo it, make that all disappear, which I still wish they would do. But yeah, I don't know about you guys, but knowing, like, oh, yeah, we're still just Um, going to Disney Star Wars, I I have no, like, my excitement goes away. I think it was... uh... A missed opportunity. If it were me, I would have had everybody stay in that galaxy, make a movie or two out of that story. It's still Skywalker saga, but it doesn't interfere with, you know, the Disney sequels because it's in a different galaxy. They could have done something really cool if Thrawn and Ezra didn't go back, if they had just stayed there. I don't know. Did that... 
does that take it away for you guys at all? Just knowing in the end, you might not have Yeah, realized a little. it, but It like, feels like, oh, hey, they're as just cool doing as this this could to, be, they're it goes just to crap. patching, patching up the, you know, the, the holes in the Disney story and the sequel story. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I kept But, but you know, certain points. these characters, It just... these characters aren't in the Disney sequels. So if they had just left them in that galaxy and they could have, you know, made another movie or two or even three, and it would not like overwrite what happened with the original Disney sequels. Right, so this is going to a movie. Filoni's going to be doing a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, I would rather they had stayed in the that other galaxy. Especially, I mean, you you know now that Ahsoka and um, Sabine are going to make it out of there, Yeah. um, and and back to the regular universe or uh, Right. galaxy. Um, so we know that's going to happen. They, they, I wonder if it would have been better if they had stopped before they left, uh, and and that and finished the season from there. Yeah. So we don't know what happens. Um, Yeah, that's but another point. I mean, I, I would think we would assume in either way that they're getting out. You probably assumed the whole time that they were getting out somehow, but. Yeah. You know, and I saw some video on YouTube and they said they just needed to add on like five more minutes to The Last Jedi and it would have made it a better movie. And all that was was being that scene where Kylo Ren is on Exegol. And meets Palpatine. If they had put that at the end of the Last Jedi, everyone's mind would have been blown, and it could have been could have made for a better ending on on the ninth episode. But no, Don't even try it, Fernando. it's They it's just done. It, what's <laughs> done is done. it's yep. it's a little too little too late. Kathleen It is. Kennedy It is too late. strikes again. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> I want to jump into the the World Between Worlds episode. So episode five of the the show. Uh, this one was the one that was written and directed by Dave Filoni. And, you know, we get to see Hayden Christensen return. So many cool aspects about this particular episode. Uh, getting to see Rex in live action, which, again, was really, really cool. Uh, a point that I wanted to bring up or I kind of heard from people talking about was that they they like the idea of like this younger uh, uh, Ahsoka actress taking on the role. Uh, in fact, it was actually, uh, I have her name in my notes here, uh, Ariana Greenblatt. who played young Gamora in Avengers Yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. So, Oh, yeah. so she, Yeah. she, I think she did good in the role. In fact, it almost kind of seemed that if they wanted to, they could do a live action episode of uh, the Clone Wars, which that was really, really, would be a cool idea, I think. And then even, uh, Right. you Yeah. know, the, the subtle, subtle things like having Anakin wear his Clone Wars armor that he wears on the animated show in live action. So things of that nature. But uh, what did you guys think of the, the World Between Worlds episode? Uh, do, do you like that it was incorporated into live action? I know because it could be kind of a an iffy subject or if people didn't really like the idea of potential time travel happening, even though I guess Dave Filoni says it's not quite the same thing as time travel. Is that right? right yep he said that that it's not time travel but was it really the world between worlds it kind of looked like it but it didn't act like it per se right because anakin controlled it like he took him out of it 
change the shape, if you will, or appearance. I've heard people say, like, was that really the world between worlds? Um, just because it thought looked about like that. it. That's interesting. I I just assumed it was, but yeah, I heard people yeah. saying like, ah, that seemed like a a little trick, um, because that was different. Like the well, world between worlds trick, is entry <laughs> exit point. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there, Nick. So uh, what I've heard about trick and then also potential just rumors people were talking about that it may not have actually been Anakin, even though I think after what we saw, yes, that was clearly Anakin. But someone were someone's kind of. Uh, making the argument or point that that could have potentially been the son posing as Anakin to try and trick Ahsoka. Again, sure. that's going into really deep uh, Star Wars lore for the the the, the three gods of uh, uh, Mor Mor what's that? Morphous. Morphous. Thank you. Yeah. 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 The Morphous arc. Morphous arc. And then, of course, we know from that particular arc, uh, uh, the daughter is in Ahsoka, right? Because that's why we yeah. see the owl come at yeah. random times throughout her life. So. Uh, but I mean, for, for the most part, I like the lessons that Anakin was teaching Ahsoka. So the things that, you know, the things that he's showing her, uh, you know, he even mentions to her you know, that I have to train you to be a soldier, things of that nature to kind of complete her training, because I guess it was never really completed. I guess that was kind of the point that made in in uh, Clone Wars, right? Yeah, because she left the order yeah. before her yeah. training was complete. So it could be a really confusing episode. In fact, I mean, Allison was really confused by it. But for, for me personally, I really enjoyed that particular episode. Yeah, it was my favorite episode. I've heard that it was the sun, but I don't I don't personally think that's it. Mm -hmm. um, I, once again, to jump ahead now, we know Balin, we see the father, we see the son when he's standing on the rock structure at the end. And we see off in the distance what looks like the tower from Mortis. Uh, so I see like Mortis is definitely involved in it, but that's in that other universe. Mm -hmm. um, like the, they... the daughter statue was next to them, right? Just she was just missing her head. Yeah, she was right. destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it was Anakin. Yeah. So it's funny, like she had to learn to want to live, I guess, for some reason. Um, but I thought it was great. I loved how he could control. Whether he was the good side or dark side. That was um, awesome. I liked his fighting style. Like it was a people complain, like it wasn't what they thought it would be a dominant dominant Anakin style. But I saw a breakdown where they went over. It had like the best parts of Anakin's fighting and the best parts of Vader's, like both incorporated. Yeah. Um, but the so there's speculation that Anakin has finally learned to master the force to be the chosen one uh, and the fact that he could go to Vader and then stop on his own and come back. Like he controlled it. So having uh, so true think, balance then, right? Yeah. And like he had, like he's, he's come to terms with the fact that he went down the dark path and he's gotten over it. Like it was un it, almost, I heard it explained that it was unavoidable for him to truly understand the light and dark. He kind of had to live both ways yeah. to truly figure it out not you know which kind of goes back to life sometimes you think you know yeah. until you've lived something then you truly understand something um so that yeah he he's come to terms with the fact that he did go commit all the atrocities and go bad and that ahsoka's journey was like the fear that she's going to become that evil person and him saying like you're more than that get over it 
Like, almost like I already did that for you. You don't have to do that. I got your back. I'm here to protect you now. Uh, there's speculation like Anakin didn't let her die because remember his goal was to keep those he loved from dying. Mm -hmm. So there's speculation that, yeah, it was Anakin that kept her from dying. Then there's what you said that she has the daughter in her, so she can't just die. But then I, I just back to the mortis arc, like Anakin killed the father and the son with the lightsaber through the heart. Uh, so, like, can the son really be alive? Yeah, kind of curious mm -hmm. about that. Can they ever really die if they're like, because you never die in the Force? So where did they go when their phys physical bodies died? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's lots of ways this could could go. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's very interesting to me that again, as I mentioned, I love the the, the show, and then that particular episode is one that I think I can go back and just rewatch and try and notice something new that I didn't catch the first time. Yeah, which is cool. So, I have a theory about Peridia, but I want to save it to the end. Um, All right. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, but yeah, I kind of echo Nick's thoughts. I I love seeing Anakin. Uh. The world between worlds without Anakin would have been really weird. So it's good they brought him in. And, you know, everything that you know Nick said about experiencing good and bad, you know, that all makes sense. So, so yeah, I feel the sentiment there. Is there more? Even I like the, it. Uh, Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying the that was my favorite episode, too. Even down to the music score. Mm -hmm. Like, I was it was noticeably better, I thought. Like I really noticed the music in that episode and I thought they, it was so like just fitting each scene. And, you know, I, I experienced the music, but I don't usually notice the, the score at least the, yeah. you know, when guardians of the galaxy and stuff, when they have music, things like that, that I'm like, Oh yeah, it's a great song. Mm -hmm. But when it's just the background score, it helps build the environment and everything. But this, it was just so noticeable. I thought too. Uh, definitely my favorite episode, though. That episode, you, uh, certain people were able to watch it in theater. They actually oh, did really? a theatrical oh, yeah. release. That, wow. that would have been cool. It was yeah. limited. I looked at it. You had to sign up for this random website. And... Oh, wow. There's only in select cities, too. I didn't even know about that. would have been cool. Yeah. I just, I really like that. I think it's my favorite because, once again, I'm a huge fan of the Clone Wars cartoon. And they showed, like, you got to hear... Real Anakin, yeah. Hayden Christensen, Caller Snips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to see like one of the first fight scenes from the cartoon. Um, right. Then, once another interesting tidbit, like they went to the Siege of Mandalore, and Anakin's like, "I wasn't. I don't know this one. I wasn't yeah. here oh, for yeah. it." I think if it was the son, he would have. Yeah, I know? think they should have brought back Obi Wan True, yeah. for one of those scenes too. Man, I think. That would have been cool. Yeah, would have been cool. Still can, potentially. Yeah. yeah. yeah next season, you never know. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, I want to go back to Balin. Uh, going back to the, I guess the the, the final episode, so the the finale. Mm -hmm. uh, so it appears that he's kind of on his own separate quest, right? From what from what we can gather, like you know, he's uh, 
he's there because he wants to be at that particular planet. Like he's looking for something. Whereas the, the night sisters are looking to leave. Like that's why they, they reached out to Morgan Elspeth and dreams to, so they can find her so they can find the planet using the star maps. And I want to come back to the star maps too. So uh, again, like going back to what we just said earlier. Yeah. It's uh, unfortunate that, that Ray Stevenson has passed away uh, because I really think they're planning to do something with what he's looking for on that particular planet. In that galaxy, too. Yeah. Uh, and look, there's a lot to go down on that one. Mm-hmm. Like, because through the episodes, he said, you know, like he has a different path, but something was calling him. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny. We know now, like, Thrawn revived the Night Sisters, whatever. Uh, they reached out to their sister in the other universe, like, showed her how to build a ship. That could travel there. Like one thing I wondered is there's a map to Thrawn. Like no one knows where he is. How is there a map yeah. to Thrawn? I feel like they didn't answer that. Like it wasn't a map to Thrawn. It was just a map back to that world. Mm-hmm. Right? Because she got it from a, a Night Sister temple. Mm-hmm. So like that mm-hmm. that makes sense. Didn't yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. But I can at least understand that now. Uh but yeah, like why do then like what's in the boxes? The speculation, of course, is it's dead night sisters. And I'm like, okay. And they're, they're going to revive them. I'm like, okay. That's weird. And that that's going to be Thrawn's army. Um, but yeah, why do the night sisters want to leave such a powerful place that they have such a history at? Why couldn't, like, why can't they do the same stuff there at that planet? True. Um, yeah. Or were you know? Well, we find out they were banished there as a punishment. They were being controlled uh, by the Mortis art characters, the father. Um, mm-hmm. Now that he's dead, they see a way out and join with Thrawn. Um, but yeah, the Mortis arc—it's—it's all—it all leads to the Mortis arc, Albert. So, mm-hmm. who was it calling out to him? Was it the father or the son? Most people say it was the son. Mm-hmm. Once yep. again, I say the sun's dead, and then I say, but you never really die in the force, so yeah, I don't know. I well, guess you can it, do anything. Wouldn't Anakin be taking over for the father, right? That's what that's what the father said, right? If I'm remembering it right. Yeah, yeah he was the chosen so, one and would take and his then Anakin, And then uh, Ahsoka, is the daughter, has her, her spirits in, in her, right? So maybe, maybe he's supposed to take over for the sun, the physical manifestation or something like that. So maybe it is the sun calling out to him. And yeah, I think you know if they were to recast and then that character becomes the sun, and you know all the makeup will you know cover up whoever the new actor is. Uh, I heard a theory. Uh, and this is not my theory. I was talking about, but the voice in the very first episode where Ahsoka's looking for the map, and there are those uh, droids that are attacking her like mm-hmm. she goes underground for a bit there's a voice she hears there i heard that was the brother too but it could have been anakin we don't know no i did hear that also that it yeah. does sound like the son or the, the son not the brother yeah that's yeah. Right yeah he was technically a son and a brother so yeah right <laughs> you weren't wrong but that's the thing like there's definitely they brought in some mysterious stuff for us to chit chat about and yeah think about and you know we don't know where it's gonna go mm-hmm. but 
there's definitely new stuff to chat about. I'm like, okay, it's cool. That all right, this goes back to the Clone Wars, which I love. Um, but to me, it's let's say to me, it's more Anakin because that all ties to Anakin. Yeah, the Anakin will bring balance to the Force. Yeah. But Palpatine's alive, so did he yeah, really bring balance to the Force? Uh, yeah, there's. Uh, well, how many years are, be- are between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens? I thought it was thirty years or twenty or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It was. So 30, I think it's probably 30. like five years after now. So yeah. in the next fifteen years, where's Thrawn? Uh, where's Ezra? Where where's Ahsoka? Where, yeah. Like where are any of these things that that we're experiencing right now with Mandalorian, with Ahsoka, with all, yeah. all of these things? What the heck's going on that everything's gone when Kylo Ren kills them all? In? Yeah. Sabine, so what Ahsoka, it, Ezra, This just goes it's back a short to short period of time. But, but okay. to me, this goes back to why Disney Star Wars is failing. And like this show would have been a better three part movie. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan would have been a better movie series. Mm-hmm. Like all the Disney, Disney going TV shows, separate from cartoons, because those are always more for kids, which I thought was cool. But like Disney live action, not that good overall. In the end, I don't think. Uh, and then they ruined back to an old conversation. They gave us Luke, but Kennedy killed Luke. Can't use yeah. him anymore. So that's our biggest moneymaker. Yeah, just not um, the greatest movie character ever made. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but she won't let it happen. And that ruined, I mean, that was part of the plan, yeah. you know, that they had was to incorporate, you know, answer that question, Chris. Where are they? Well, we can't know where Luke is now. Yeah. So they hamstring themselves. Yeah, that's true. They did. None of none of the movies really gelled with one another. So no, we just go to the shows. This would have been a, you know, it was a good series. Lots of fluff we didn't need. Just if you shortened it down to movies, where you get the better budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can really do the fight scenes and bring in. I think it's yep. Nick Gerard who was the coordinator, fight coordinator, and kind of get that stuff done. It's it's a way better story. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Uh, going back to what you had talked about, Nick, about like talking about like you know the new mysterious stuff they bring up. I wanted to talk about the t- the concept of star maps and then uh, the planet of Cetos. C- uh, I think it was. The, the ruins where the ruins were located and that's where they right. did the, the hyperspace jump and in hyperspace travel itself. So in the show, Morgan Elspeth talks about uh, ancient people from a distant galaxy. So obviously we know that's uh, her, the Dathomir sisters where they're originally from, from uh, Peridia, right? The planet. Yeah. Uh, and then it was also mentioned by uh, um, the droid. I keep trying to blank on his name, the, the Asian droid. <laughs> Oh yeah, thank you, Fernando. Yeah, uh, that the the Jedi had uh, uh, archives of like space travel. He said uh, that the the Jedi were aware of space travel and aware of distant galaxies, 
uh, according to what they found in the Jedi archives. And then we we find out that, yes, the, the, the space whales can travel through hyperspace and that apparently there was a map left behind. So I guess the concept that I wanted to discuss was hyperspace itself. Like, do you think that's something that will be addressed in uh, in later shows or movies or how that was actually developed? Because I think that's actually a pretty interesting concept to look into, because uh, in the Star Wars video game, Knights uh, of the Republic on Xbox, there's actually an alien race called uh, Rakatans. I think I'm, I'm saying that name wrong, but basically, again, it's Star Wars Legends, so they could just take it out altogether. Technically, it's not canon, but this alien race was name dropped in Andor, which I thought was kind of interesting by uh, mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgård's character. So, but apparently they were the alien race that actually developed hyperspace travel. Mm-hmm. So something along those lines would be kind of cool to learn more about star maps and how they actually originate and then uh, going between various galaxies if there's more than just one. I mean, more than this other one that they found. And is this other galaxy as, as advanced as the original Star Wars location? Well, in the show, Albert, was it in, I don't remember which episode, but Balin tells Shin that those were like folk stories Yeah, told at the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Like they were told, but it's kind of, I didn't believe it, I guess. It's kind of the impression I got. Yeah, and on, that's the impression the I got galaxies. too. So so I think it's you know, it could be that they didn't know or didn't really believe it. Or again, just something that they can't see with a tangible eye. Because we even see in this regular universe, people don't believe in the force. So, right. so I guess it could be interesting if they develop it further. That they, this opens up a whole... Uh, you know, plethora of like things they can do for story arcs and like planets that they can introduce alien races. So I think it actually is a really exciting uh, concept that they can bring in. Yeah. could have just been someone deleted it from the Jedi archives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just people telling stories like I, this used to be here. I swear. So in, in Star Wars legends, former, former expanded universe, uh, there's the use on Vong which is an alien race from another galaxy that's really powerful. And part of the reason why uh, Palpatine, you know, took over, got the clones, and all that was to anticipate their invasion of their galaxy. Right. Um, So, yeah, who knows? Uh, I think now is a good time to bring up my theory. Okay. Okay. So my theory is this. Peridia is Mortis, and Mortis is like the island from Lost, and it can bounce back and forth between di- different galaxies as it pleases. So that's how the Night Sisters got to Dathomir, because Mortis just happened to be hanging out that galaxy. Then it went back over there, and that's how they got stuck. And They can't control they- that. It's not yeah. from their magic. It just does it on its own. Right. And that's how the Jedi have archives um for all that no it's a really i think i think that's how ahsoka and sabine are going to get back is that the planet is going to decide you know what we're going to go back to that galaxy and it boom they're there hey wait on that on ahsoka getting back i'm like wait a second well a couple plot points i have wrong with the story where they got the schematics for the big space station but then Hera had no evidence. I'm like, All wait, right. they saw it. Like the other guys yeah. saw it, and people died. But there's no physical evidence. I'm like, oh, okay, that's bad writing. Yeah, or, or am I wrong? It's not perfect, you know. 
Uh, but no, but with who with her ship, I mean, yes, it was in a whale's mouth, but it has sensors and computers. It should have been able to track yeah. its coordinates. The direction. Like, so, yeah. So in my opinion, they should. Yeah. In, in the Purgle's mouth. Hu Yang should have been still still been able to keep track of where they went. And now that the only thing you gotta worry about, because now part of the story is a ships used to run into the Pergil in hyperspace right. and crash. Yeah. And so that's always been something to be careful of. But they do have a way now, in my opinion. They should have uh, a way to get back. Yeah. I just think they don't want to get back yet. Because Ahsoka realizes, you know, kind of after meeting with Anakin, like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm I'm finally going to let the Force just, where I go, I go. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to make the decision. I'll let the Force make the decision for me. So they're just hanging out there. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Going back to uh, Fernando's theory, I had a question about the the Mortis arc from Clone Wars. If I remember correctly, the when Obi-Wan, uh, Anakin, and Ahsoka were flying in their ship, the planet just kind of randomly appeared, right? Because they were on a separate mission as the episode introduced it, and all of a sudden it just kind of well, that's where they were going but it was like it was like uncharted or something like that oh well, they were... uh, but that they detected that's where the signal was coming it was like some kind of distress signal it was a rendezvous up. point they were supposed to meet rex there oh to then do something and then on the way there just the planet appeared Okay, that's what I was thinking, because when Fernando was talking about the planet just kind of like almost like jumping from galaxy to galaxy, I was thinking, hey, that, that kind of happened. And that is the fact that it just randomly appeared. So, I mean, that's an excellent theory, Fernando. I think that that could be spot on, but we'll have to wait and see. But then again, it, it didn't necessarily randomly appear. The father made it appear. Oh, you're right. The father that. took it there. Because he was looking for Anakin. Yeah, he knew Anakin would be there. Because uh, remember, they then when they left, you know, they woke up and were out of it. And all of a sudden, they hear Rex. And previously, it was That's like, right, yeah, like, hey, we're in the area, but we couldn't see you or hear you. So there was definitely there was mystery around that, mm -hmm. and we didn't really get an answer, except it's magical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very cool. But that is an interesting theory, Fernando and Albert. Yeah, that the planet. But once again, I would think there'd be a record of that somewhere probably is i mean the jedi library was pretty huge true and then got destroyed yeah. so yeah 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 but that seems like a big deal like if you're if your palps uh yeah, i mean it could have been jedi, like you'd want to be aware it had been like thousands of years since it had moved you know that's why yeah no one no one alive remembered it that's true yeah uh, Palpatine was looking to do some research into Mortis, right? In a story arc in Rebels, I think it was the world in between was, worlds. Yeah. He was oh, trying oh, to get that's to. what I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, th there is, I guess, in, uh, examples of Palpatine not knowing stuff and looking to find out. Yeah, so. yeah. He wanted to gain. I'm trying to remember why he wanted to gain access in Rebels. It was, but what, didn't know. it go back to the to the Sith holocron? Like that's why Maul was looking for an apprentice so he can get to the world in between worlds or was that something else no maul wanted to find kenobi but no but he wanted an apprentice apprentice to do something with the sith holocron 
Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, him and Ezra, when they eventually opened it, yeah, it granted them like a whoosh or something. If I remember, not oh. exactly right, but yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, right, because Ezra wanted to know how to defeat the Empire. Oh, right, right, uh, yeah. right. That was what he wanted to know. Uh, but yeah, but then he wanted to find Kenobi. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what he wanted. He want right because yeah. he wants revenge on. Yeah, Kenobi. And then Palpatine. Right. Which, by For the way, some reason, I had it that he was trying to find the world in between worlds, too. So, but, no, uh, that was just uh, Palpatine from okay. Rebels. So that that Jedi Temple, where Ezra got to the world between worlds, okay. is on... Th so remember, they took the temple down. They dissected it in the Rebel show. And when... Ezra went to Thrawn, that's where Palpatine... So that part of the temple is on Thrawn's ship to gain access to the world between worlds. Oh. Where Palpatine tried to convince him yeah. to go there. So that's another thing I heard people bring up, like, ooh, Thrawn's ship could be very important, because yeah. he has those parts of the Jedi Temple that could access yes. the world between that's worlds right. with yeah. Ezra. So... But then nothing came up with that this season. So, yeah, yeah, we shall see. Lots happens. of stuff there. Yeah, very cool. Uh, there were some cool features, like not really like plot points or, or character arcs, but just cool things that were done in the show or shown in the show that I wanted to bring up that I thought was actually kind of worth mentioning and kind of cool. Uh, so the one of the X-Wing pilots uh, named Lieutenant Lander, who who dies, so so don't get too attached to him. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's he's played by Brendan Wayne, who who serves as a body double for Din Djarin in several episodes of uh, The Mandalorian. But he's mm. also the grandson of Hollywood legend John Wayne. But that was pretty cool. Uh, okay, nice. And, oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard that, yeah. And uh, Diana Lee, who the actress who plays Morgan Elspeth, is actually the goddaughter of Bruce Lee. Yeah, and she's actually had a long career yeah. uh, stunt work in Hollywood. So I think she did a lot of the fight sequences. I mean, she's probably well versed in martial arts. Yeah. So that yeah. was kind of cool to see uh, 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 actors selected to do those uh, particular roles. And if I remember correctly, I think Hera, who had a meeting with the New Republic senators, uh, she did so on the Mon Calamari starship, the same one from Return of the Jedi. Was that right? It, mm -hmm. it looked almost exact to me. So it was kind of a cool thing to see if it was. Could have been, yeah. I think so. I think that's correct. Okay. And then, then lastly, uh, Hu Yang uh, utters the, the the iconic words of uh, a long time ago. Yeah. And far, far away. That was cool. So yeah. Cool little thing, I thought. Neat okay. stuff. Very nice. Uh, that Neat was stuff. all the talking points I had tonight. Did you guys have any other uh, plot points or anything else about the show you wanted to bring up? Well, so here in the uh, the house here, so our Disney Plus is coming for a renewal. Uh, With the raised price. Yes, which is more than pretty much doubled in price. And From we're talking. You mean, yeah, so I actually joined in uh, originally in the, was it the early buy? I got the two years yeah, for, yeah. Uh -huh. was it 80 bucks or 50 bucks or it was a really good deal. That already went by. Yeah. Last year was my first year out of that deal. Uh, and it was 80 bucks for the year. I expected it to go up, but it's more than yeah. doubled. And Sarah and I are talking. We're just, 
we're like, I don't know that it's worth renewing. Like the shows are okay, but yeah. there's so much to choose from. And like, we haven't watched, you know, the new season of Loki. And I want to see that, yeah, I haven't seen it we're, but we're kind of not that interested. We've kind of lost interest in a lot of things. Like the shows are okay, but they're not like super great where we're like, oh, we have to have this. Yeah. yeah you can Loki always just so- wait until it's over and then uh, get it for a month and binge it. I mean, you're going to binge it anyway. It, you know, yeah, that's, it, that's one thing I hate about Disney Plus is it's not Netflix. You don't get the whole season right away. Yeah. You can't just binge it. You make me yeah. wait. In 2023, 20, Disney Disney Plus has been the ones trying to go back in time. Yeah. Meanwhile, while, while not wanting to pay people properly, uh, side note, yeah. Um, yeah. it's like, why am I going to pay double when you don't even pay your people? Good. So, yeah. I don't They're know. They're trying to bail themselves out with these price increases. They I feel losing, like they've been losing money. And they're going to continue to lose money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, haven't made monies on movies in a while. All the Star Wars numbers are down. I mean, I'm kind of like Ahsoka was so bad. It was worse. It was lower numbers than Mandalorian season three. And I'm mm. like, the, the Filoni might lose his movie. No one's, you know, like if the numbers are that bad, how are you going to get people into the movie theater? Yeah, that's their problem is they got to make simple easy to understand movies that are entertaining mm-hmm. like the original trilogy because they're going off into this like really deep lore stuff and that's really only the hardest of the hardcore are interested in that you know, us but you know outside of us we already you know mentioned that that you know, our better halves weren't really into it and Look, i think so, it's more than that fernando it's yeah. it's kind of the stuff we joked about they're like oh but what made Star Wars cool? Lightsabers. Like you can cut someone's arm off. You can Yeah. You can kill them like so easily. Wow. But now no one dies anymore. Um yeah. no one gets their arm cut off. No yeah. like the force stuff now everyone just gets the force. Yeah, it's like, like Harry Potter, an... everybody has magic now. So yeah, it's like... it's like, yay, it's you know, I saw mm-hmm. a meme like the Oprah giving the cars away, and you get the force, and you get the force. <laughs> yeah. And like Sabine like just barely got the force and then could do a force push that takes years to get. That like Ezra had yeah. to take years to do something so powerful. It's just it's not yeah, it's not as cool. Characters of drama... just, just fast forwarding. Yeah. Yeah, with Marvel, with Di- you know all Disney products, it seems like these days, and uh, like I can only yeah. speak, I can only speak with my paybook and say, I, yeah. I want to pay for it, but I want to see good content, and I don't think I'm seeing content worth paying double. The first season of Loki was the last Marvel show I watched, and I liked it, but I just, I was just too busy to watch Hawkeye, and then that's it, man. I just. Stop watching Marvel shows, and uh, I've been watching. Well, I watched the two Tron movies because they had started the third one, filming the third one before the strike. Uh, and then I'm in like I have like five episodes left of the animated series of Tron, which is really good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, so it was like sixteen or eighteen episodes, just one season, but it, it's good. Definitely worth watching. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's probably when I finish that, I'll just like 
canceled Disney Plus for a while until something comes up that I want to watch. Yeah, I can get a cheaper price with ads. Just renew for a month at the end of a season. Yeah. Watch what I want to watch. We don't like the kids watch Bluey, but we have all those episodes recorded on YouTube TV. Yeah. We have that's that's my problem. They watch Bluey. But we have it recorded on YouTube TV. So nice. Okay. Since we have YouTube TV, we just set Blue to record, and it's like, oh, well, we have all that. So, yeah. Why am I going to pay on, double? It's on Disney Channel. Yeah, Disney owns the rights to uh, Bluey, I believe. It's, but, it's but licensed. Dis- so you get it from the you record it from the Disney Channel, not Disney Plus. Uh, with, correct. With YouTube TV, okay. Yeah. That's what was, that was my question. All right. Yes, yeah, so we still have that. So we're like, why yeah. are we paying double? And that's their know. problem. They have. Disney Plus and Disney Channel. It's like, do one or the other, but not both. That's they're why gonna, they're losing money. They, ha- they have to buy Hulu next year, too, for an yeah. absurd price. And um, there's other problems Disney has. But... Yeah, that's that's the one we have is Hulu Premium. But uh, why? I want to because of the bundle with the Disney Plus discount, but I want right. to switch to YouTube TV. I have YouTube Music. I love it. So I'm like, no, yeah. I just like why am I want to like I don't want to reward you reward you with double the price for stuff yeah. that's mediocre, right? Otherwise, it'll never get better. So, well, if you okay. end up canceling your subscription, we'll definitely uh, get you on for other episodes because, as we know, there's like lots of things that we can talk about on the show. So, yeah, well, there's other ways to see stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Going back laughs> <to old ways. laughs> I'm not saying I won't watch certain shows, but I don't know that I want to pay you full price for it. You're not giving yeah. me what I, I don't think you're giving me what I should pay for. So, mm-hmm. well, I would offer Sarah my password, but I guess uh, they're going to crack on it just like Netflix did. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're supposed to, I'm not, I'm not asking for anyone's that. password. There's <laughs> other ways. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, if there's nothing else for tonight, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up. But uh, but yeah, I, I found the show cool. enjoyable. I thought it was really entertaining and fun. But again, as I mentioned, uh, I mean, even though for the most part, Allison liked it, but she just was so confused. She didn't understand anything that was going on. Sure. But so so hopefully, I mean, I did. There's so many cool things they could do moving forward yeah. if they get the opportunity to do so. So fingers crossed. And I'm hoping that uh, that Filoni continues to get to uh, uh, create the shows that he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again, it goes back to like, you know, this is really made for the hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, the force is female. Yay! <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so we'll go ahead and wrap up for tonight. But uh, thank you, Fernando. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. And we'll get together and do this again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Right. Excellent. Uh, watch the Tron animated series if you haven't. It. That's really good. Tron anim- cool. Oh, very cool. We'll do the that. Tron animated series, Disney Plus. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Before you cancel, cancel that. Yeah.